Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every single week. Happy birthday, Ben! Yeah, thank you. Woo! That's Ben. I'm yeah. Bob. This is a birthday episode for me. Yeah! my birthday was last month, in November. Yeah, we just didn't have time to record it. Yeah! <laughs> so this is coming out sometime in December. At least we're doing it this year. Last <laughs> year, we just didn't do them for either well, of last us. last year we got to, like, I don't know. It was after my birthday. March, April. And you were like, we should... We should do birthday episodes. Birthday episodes. And I went, you could have told... Well, the thing is, we'd also started the podcast, I think, after... No? No, we'd been doing the podcast for a while. Yeah. We started in October. Like a month. Anyways, we didn't do it last yeah. year. So this is the first year we're doing it. So uh, Bob will have a birthday episode. In my birthday month? In a couple months. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to do a movie. The whole plan here is it's dealer's choice. I get to pick. Yeah. When it's your birthday. Bob's birthday comes around, he gets to pick a movie. I already know what movie, and I'm so excited. It's the movie we are going to do last year, but then we didn't do birthday episodes. Yeah. So. Bob, Which this one changed. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone what your original pick was? Because so, I think this is interesting. Originally, my pick was going to be Candyman. Yeah. Because I was like, that's a big film. I don't know when it's going to go on the board. Maybe do it for my birthday. And I've since decided to wait mm-hmm. because I think having a category that would be, let's say, Candyman related would yeah. be a lot more interesting than to just do it for my birthday. And instead, there was kind of a film I was like, I'm not going to be able to get it on the board anytime soon. And I really want to like show it to Bob. So I was like, isn't this just a great opportunity to show that to him? Now, I've already been given hit hints to Bob about what film we're watching today. And Bob, do you know? I hope it's not actually the movie I'm thinking of. And what is that? It's called, I'm pretty sure it's just called The Society. It's not The Society, it's Society. It's just, just called Society? Yeah. And, well, Bob, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but we're not watching Society. Thank God. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Okay, before we get into what the actual movie is, the reason I'm terrified of society... Nothing specific. Don't don't spoil it. Yes. It's a gross, grotesque body horror film. Yep. I've shown Bob one scene from that, and Bob has seen one scene from that on Twitter. And I said no. Yeah, because I showed a scene to it from Bob before we started the podcast, and I was like, oh, you want to go watch Society? It'll make you cry. And you were like, what is that? And I showed him a picture. He was like, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I just can't do body horror stuff. It's gross. Yeah, it's probably it's... the most body horror body horror film I can think of, besides, like, The Thing. Yeah, which I like that movie. No, so we're not watching Society today. Instead, we're going to be watching a film that I think is a lot of fun. Okay. But I have no clue when I would put it on the board otherwise. This scares me, Ben. It shouldn't, because you're going to have a lot of fun. Okay. Today we were watching Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is not what I expected at all. What the no, hell is this not. thing? It's, what the hell? It's Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, baby. Well, what about the first two? Three. <laughs> okay. Okay. The reason I'm laughing is because this is not what I expected. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you would know this about Ben. You have a very specific taste in films. And I kind of expecting something a little bit more highbrow than Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Oh, no, this is not highbrow at all. This is actually the opposite of highbrow. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I want to watch a fun film for my birthday. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 is a lot of fun. I own a Blu-ray of it. Oh, my God. Because you, uh, It's actually kind of hard to find. You can't like stream it anywhere. Oh, really? You can video on demand it 
mm. uh, on the website, or you can buy a Blu-ray. So okay. I own a Blu-ray for it. It's a lot of fun, but I was like, what the heck am I going to put Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 <laughs> on the fucking podcast? Like, what category do I put that in? And I was eventually like, nowhere, so fuck it. We're birthday. just we're doing it for the birthday. That's awesome. Oh, thank God. But we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm excited about a this A lot one. of fun. So it came out in 2015. Oh, it's actually, wow. So it's fairly recent. Okay. What were you expecting, the 80s? No, 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 no. 90s? I was expecting like 2008 or something. Oh, okay. You ready for the description? Sure. Time to watch a movie, Burger Bro. Burger Bro. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked over and saw that and got <laughs> it flashbacks. made Bob laugh and um, heard him at the same time. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Bob really hates Bob's Burgers. I so. hate it. Bob's, For good reason, I Bob's think. Bob's Bob. Get it. Yeah. Length, it's an hour and 31 minutes long. That's, you know what? I was kind of expecting either a really short one or a super long one. <laughs> what? The fact that it's a normal length movie <laughs> is pretty great. The real horrors were watching Lawrence of Arabia. No, it's like four <laughs> hours. No. It's not rated. Oh, that's even better. I think that's mostly because they didn't want to pay for a rating. <laughs> that's the best reason to not be rated. Because I think they probably couldn't afford it, but, you know, that's a separate issue. Uh, review scores, IMDb gave it a 6.0 out of 10. That's way higher than I expected. Tomato meter is a 94%. Oh my god! And the audience score is a 76%. Holy shit. It has two wins and one nomination for awards. Whoa! This is gonna be really, really weird, so I'm sorry about it. Okay. There's no notable actors. None. What? And the reason for this is twofold. A... I didn't want to tell you any of the actors or characters because I think it's more fun for everything to be a surprise. Okay. Both because there's some interesting character names that are just funny and some actors you'll know in this film. Oh, wow. And also, it's my birthday and I kind of wanted to be lazy because there's so many people in this film. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You get a pass. All right. There's a couple directors. A cu- okay. Tom Jacobson, Michael Rousselet, and John Salmon. And they all worked on five-second films. Are you familiar with that? That sounds really familiar. What is that? It should. Five-second films is a comedy troupe that started on YouTube, and their whole thing is they do a five-second film every day. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Five seconds is not a lot of time, but that's a lot of effort. And um, going with a similar kind of uh, theme here, there's also a lot of writers. Oh, okay. In fact, the whole troupe contributed to this film. Oh, my God. At least the whole troupe at the time this film came out. Uh, The writers are Alec Owen, Ben Gigli, Ryan Franzi, John Salmon, Joey Scoma, Michael E. Peter, Michael Rizalette, Mike James, Timothy Cinciancio and Tom Jacobson. Oh my God! Three mics in one writing team. Yeah, that, that's everyone who has writing credits. Uh, I will say the screenplay credit goes to Alec Owen, though. Mm. Everyone else has writing, including him, but he has the screenplay credit. Okay. Budget is estimated at two thousand four. No, uh, two hundred forty-one thousand dollars. I thought this movie was made for twenty-four hundred dollars for a no, second. No, no, no. I thought we. I thought we had bought him out at Thanksgiving. Oh, no. And no, I no, thought no. this was lower, and no, I was like, there's no way. Much better film. Uh, no, $241,000. That's still not a lot of money. 
No, it isn't. For making a movie, that's not a lot of money. But they do a good job with it, I will say. No box office information because this was, like, released, like, video on demand. Yeah. And stuff after it screened at, like, film festivals. Uh, Country of origin, United States. Tagline. You ready for this? (laughs) Okay. Don't let a bro see it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. This film's a lot of fun. Okay. So there's some interesting, like, information I want to give you before we get into this. Okay. Um, Because... I think the story behind this film is really unique. So, like I said, this film's made by the comedy troupe Five Second Films. So, they're over on YouTube if you're ever interested in checking them out. But this film specifically is actually based on one of their shorts. So, they had a short, I want to say it's it's much older hmm. like than this film. I don't think it's 2008, but it's it's, you know, I think it's in the 2010s. But that short was a trailer for Dude Bro Party Massacre. Oh, my God. And so this is Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. <laughs> and the joke is that Dude Bro Party and Dude Bro Party 2 are just, we're just not going to see them. They just exist. Yeah. They just, okay. they just don't exist. So we're watching Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. As for what this film is, though, it is essentially a parody of the Massacre franchise. Which if like you're, Slumber Party Massacre? Yeah, so if you're not... So, familiar with the Massacre franchise. The Massacre franchise is actually three different series that are kind of connected. I had no idea. The Slumber Party Massacre series, which you know, Sorority House Massacre, oh, and Cheerleader Massacre. Okay. And all three of those together, I don't think they necessarily created it, but they did popularize the idea of like a bunch of over-sexualized women mm. being hunted by a killer. Oh, but this is frat bros. And this is a parody where it's frat bros instead of Sorority girls. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, going back to the budget, I know you said it's kind of low. $240,000. It's not a lot. It's I mean, not. it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. For yeah. a movie, it's it's not. However, the cool thing here is they got those funds through Kickstarter. Oh, that's super sick. This was all crowdfunded. That's really cool. And for the early 2010s, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know? So I just wanted to mention that really quick. And then the, the last thing I want to mention is, like, the writing behind this film. So... The film, like I said, was written by a bunch of people, mm-hmm. like the whole comedy troupe. And how they did that is each person came on as a writer, and the only restriction they had is they couldn't collaborate with each other while writing. So each person wrote what they thought should go in the movie, and then Alec Owen took all those different like pieces that everyone wrote and then assembled them into one screenplay. That's fucking nuts. Uh, and then he sat down and polished that into the finished screenplay. And then... Once he had that, and they actually started filming, there was additionally like a ton, a ton of uh, improv because it's a comedy troupe, you know. That's fucking insane. So this movie's a little crazy, but there is kind of an ideal theme that uh, Owens was going for. So he has said that Dude Bro uh, was a reaction to how glorified objectionable behavior is in some of these films. You know, we're referencing the uh, Massacre franchise here. Yeah, and his goal was to write a sort of feminist film uh, (laughs) that was designed to purposely fail the Bechdel test in order to satirize the sexism that dominated the genres. This is fucking... This movie, the more we talk about it, the more insane it sounds. So yeah, it's wild. It's a good time. 
it's totally a spoof movie, but I think we're going to have a, a great, great time today. No, I'm so excited. Like, I maybe I don't sound excited. I'm very tired. I'm very, very excited about this one. Yeah. Thank God we're not watching Society. I was ready to claw my eyes out. All right. You're, you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. See you guys in a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Yeah. I had got that's, it. It's a fucking mouthful, this title. Nah, you just go Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. It, Gotta be pumped about lot. it. It helps. What do you think? It might be the most unhinged, insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. It's a bunch of nonsense tied it's together. It's absolute nonsense. But it's it's a good time, right? No, it's funny. For yeah. sure. No, it's, it's the most, like... We talked about it. You said this was made by like people who do like skit sketch comedy stuff on yeah. YouTube. It's the most sketch comedy horror movie bullshit thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, and I partially I think that's because of how it was written. We talked about it. Where like they all wrote individual like assumedly each person wrote a bunch of gags they thought should be in the the film. Yeah. And then one dude tied it together. And all the gags made it. In fact, there's a joke about that in the movie yeah. where two of the characters are like doesn't matter this movie doesn't make any sense yeah and they're standing with the writer in between them and he hits one of them he's like dude <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous with that being said though yeah it's it's a good time and you can really tell they tried oh yeah like, there's a lot of love that went into this for how inane the whole film is it's all tied together pretty well no yeah it's all it's all loosely tied together under one story i just meant more like there's a bunch of, like, really shitty gags, right? But they're all tied together with actual, like, background information for the characters. Yeah. No, that's fair. So many running jokes. That's what I was about to say is there's a lot of really, really good, interesting follow-through stuff that you don't expect from a movie like this that is absolute nonsense that all comes back around in the most unexpected, ridiculous, stupid way possible. I, I really think that's what makes what is essentially a bunch of random gags and stuff work yeah is it's the follow-through the most well-written also horribly written piece of shit i've ever seen in my life exactly this it, is what you want from a cheesy bad movie no exactly yeah uh with that being said though i'm gonna do a brief description <laughs> okay or at least try and i'm gonna do broad strokes and it's gonna make this movie sound competent but keep in mind what we just said so the plot is relatively simple we're starting off after dubro massacre one and two because I, I, said, I think I said this at the beginning, but Dude Bro Massacre 1 and 2 aren't real films. But for the context of Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, they have happened. And so the, actually the beginning of this film is a framing narrative doing a brief rundown of the best kills of Dude Bro Party Massacre uh, and Dude Bro Party Massacre 2. Yeah, I mean they set it up for you. Yeah, so there's a little brief rundown if you haven't seen those movies uh, since they are lost to time. But... The basic plot here is that one of the dude bros, the main lead dude bro of Dude Bro Party Massacre and Dude Bro Party Massacre 2, his name's Brock. Nope. Yes. And Brock Are you sure? dies. I thought right Brent, at the beginning of this was, movie. I thought it was Brent. Did I get them mixed up? Yes, for once I know the names. Damn. So yeah, Brock dies at the very, very beginning of this film. Brock is essentially the cold open kill. And because of his death, his twin brother, his identical twin brother, Brent, comes to town 
to like investigate his brother's death because he thinks it's like suspicious and he's he's basically under the belief that Brock was probably murdered. And so Brent decides to join um Delta Bi, that is the fraternity that his brother was in and like the heart of the dude bro parties. And so yeah, Brent joins uh Delta Bi and eventually Delta Bi gets sent to a old sorority house on the lake. Yeah. And lo and behold, the killer from Dude Bro Party and Dude Bro Party Massacre 2 uh, begins to hunt down the remaining Delta Bi members. And her name is Motherface. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's the basic premise. Very classic slasher premise. Yeah. In, in fact, there's a lot of things in this film that are very, very clearly homages. Oh, absolutely. To other movies they're so loose though that it's sometimes hard to notice yeah fair. i enough. mean Motherface is leatherface yeah clearly but if you're not really thinking about it it's just like whoop over your head yeah with that being said though i think we can just get into describing some of this film i don't know how much we're gonna actually touch on because so much of this film is like nonsensical it's all bullshit however the whole film is bullshit yeah it is however there is a couple like Big things that I think stand out for me because I think they're very funny and are more, like, technical. So they are worth talking about here. First and foremost, one of the first things you'll know if you, like, watch this video or this movie, whatever you want to call it, is that the quality's really shitty. It's so bad. It's so bad because part of the framework for this whole movie (laughs) is that the Dude Bro Party massacre franchise was banned by ronald reagan ronald reagan banned it and so the only film that has survived is dude bro party massacre 3 because a teenager uh, recorded it at like 4 a.m on his vcr and that's the copy we're watching yeah which actually causes it to be commercial breaks yeah the and commercials are really funny yes there's little snippets like someone badly edited them out yeah but they're there and um because of that whole framework there is a like shitty VHS filter over the whole movie, and it's in four three, and it's in four three. I just want to say, I think it's such a great touch. No, it, it is when you take into account <laughs> what they were going for. But the movie started, and I went, "No fucking way!" This whole movie's in four three. It makes everything look shitty in the best way possible. Oh my god, I can't imagine watching this normally. In fact, there's like a little bar of distortion at the very bottom. Like and there's the, like weird cuts. Yeah, and like, it's like, all fuzzy. The VCR was fucked up, and. You know, that is a stylistic thing, but I do think there is an option to watch it without that on the Blu-ray. I'm going to say right now, I don't think you should. And I I don't leave it in. I don't think you should because, A, this is how the film's intended. Yep. But also, it's a part of the charm of how shitty this film looks. It is absolutely a part of the charm of this film. A hundred percent. I thought I was going to be mad about it by the end of the movie. No, leave it in. It's perfect. I love it. It's so great. It fits all the, like, shitty effects. Oh, God, it's so good. With that being said, it does look good if you, like, look at some of the footage with that removed. Really? I've never watched it uh, without the filter there because I just like the filter so much. I think it fits the tone of this and also the whole background of the film. Mm-hmm. But that is available and it does look good. They shot with a good camera and everything. So I just wanted to mention that. Next thing I want to talk about is the soundtrack for this movie. <laughs> they couldn't pay for real songs, so they made their own. Is that what all that music was? I had no <laughs> idea where that shit was from, but I was like, what is that? What am I hearing? They made their own music for this movie, very obviously, because there's a bunch of, like, 
songs with lyrics in this film as like the soundtrack and all of the songs are like nonsense 80s pop yeah there's one song that plays a couple times that's just cleaning up cleaning up and that's the only lyric uh there's another song where at one point the singer starts singing about what am i singing right now (laughs) it's so stupid and there's just so much dumb stuff like that it's so just little stuff nonsense but yeah i just wanted to mention that because like little touches like that like the soundtrack are in there and while you wouldn't normally think to have something like done like that you know custom music that is a part of the humor it really does carry some of the film yeah like there's a whole montage at one point to music the cleaning up song and it really does make that scene work because otherwise it's just not great no so that's pretty good what else is there there's some cameos yeah the cameos are funny lots of really good cameos if you know uh especially youtube people yeah because you know the five seconds films people were mostly into youtube um but there's some bigger actors that we see pop on screen i think the biggest actor on here and he does only a little bit of a cameo but is worth mentioning is larry king is in this movie. Is in this movie. He came on screen and I went, I know who that is, but I don't know his name. You're like, who? Who is that? I was like, he's mega famous. I've seen him a, a billion places. Peyton Oswalt is also in this. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of him, which is like a weird thing. Him being in it's funny because he actually like has a bigger role. It is yeah. like actually a recurring character throughout the film. So I, I, I thought that's an interesting mention. And I think that's definitely a good lead up into the fact that, you know, I skipped... You know, notable actors for this film. Yeah. Partially because I wanted to leave it as a surprise. But also because all characters in this movie have such ludicrous names. Oh my god, their names are fucking insane. In the best way possible. In fact, I think that's probably the funniest part of most of these characters. It's just how stupid their names are. Turbo? Yeah, so there's one character named Turbo who is hyper-aggressive and insecure at the same time. He's fucking insane. Which is very funny, honestly. Turbo's very funny. Turbo's pretty funny. Not as in, like, I'm laughing with him, but more because I'm laughing at him. I'm not even laughing at Turbo. I'm just going, Turbo, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, he's just a maniac. But he's a fucking maniac. His name isn't spelled, like, T-U-R-B-O. No, absolutely not. What is it? It's, like, T A U. I don't think it's no, T-A-U. No, no, no. I think T-U-R-B-E-A-U-X. it's T-U-R-B-E-A-U-X. Yeah. T-U-R-B-E-A-U-X. Yeah. Turbo. There's one character named uh, Sizzler. Sizzler's pretty great. Let's see. I mean, Motherface we already talked about. C-Trunk. Oh, I forgot about C-Trunk. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Samzy. Samzy. T-O-double-D. Yeah, good old Todd. Todd. Todd has a normal name. Turtleneck bro. Turtleneck. Flannel bro. Samantha. Dean Pepperstone. Yeah, just a bunch of... Um, ludicrous names. Ludicrous names. And... We even uh, talked about maybe the most ludicrous. Yeah. You want to take it? No, you can have it. All right, so there's actually two names that I think are really, really ludicrous. Candace Buttaker. Oh, well, there is Candace Buttaker. I, oh, and Sminkle. And her partner, Officer Sminkle. I wasn't even talking about that. Who are two cops in this movie and have this whole B-plot while the dude bros are doing their dude bros stuff. It's a complete – it has nothing to do with anything until the end. It has nothing to do with the whole movie. 
it just cuts away from the action to go see what Sminkle's up to. Yep, but it somehow ties together the ending of this film, and it's about oranges. It's orange Jason, I guess. Uh, wh- who were you thinking of? Nedry! Oh, yeah. Nedry Cheesehead! Yeah, but Nedry's a real name. I- Nedry's the guy, he's the heavyset man from Jurassic Park. His name is Nedry? Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's a real name, it could still be ludicrous. I think that's Nedry's name. Nedry Cheesehead. Now, Cheesehead is a joke, yeah. Yeah, bro, it's fucking ridiculous. He lost his, his legs, the wolves. Yeah. Even though you can clearly see them. But yeah, that's... I mean, honestly, it's kind of hard to talk about this film because so much of it is just inane jokes. It's an experience for sure. And it's like an experience that you can't explain to someone because it's you need to see it. Like it, you have to experience it in <laughs> one go or none of it makes any goddamn sense. Because it's just all what the fuck. In fact, oh, there's so many just running bullshit jokes like the Ronald Reagan bit is like oh, a whole thing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of this movie. Throughout the film, there's just random Ronald Reagan memorabilia. It's like everywhere. Ronald Reagan propaganda. Which is the joke of, that's why Ronald Reagan banned the franchise. Yeah. It's because they're making fun of him. Uh, another running joke is the dude bros have a yearly prank. prank and, it, and every year it's more and more egregious. I'm going to put it out here. The dude bros are terrorists. Oh, they've killed they're so a many They're a terrorist people. organization. But, the, but freshman year... Freshman year. They deposed a South American dictator. Yeah. But that was for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, there's just so much, like, what the fuck stuff. Again, it is tied together by, like, running jokes. Like, they keep yeah. referencing the, I think it's the sophomore year yeah. prank. Which is just them and Nam. I, no one knows what happens. They don't really explain it, but you just hear war sounds. It's definitely Vietnam. It, and it Samsung 100% has PTSD. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, b- a bunch of nonsense. However, one of the big tie togethers for this film, and we talked about it kind of at the beginning, is how much this film like over-sexualizes all the dude bros. Oh my god, they're constantly ripping their shirts off. The, the shirt budget on this film must be insane. It must be immense. There's multiple scenes where I watch a person put on a shirt just to rip it off <laughs> yep. in the next second. And you know what? It's really funny. Oh, it's hilarious. I know that's sometimes a thing that might make some people uncomfortable. You know, that's just how some people are. But it it's very obviously a play on, you know, the Massacre series and the Massacre franchise where they over-sexualize the women in it. Oh, my God. And so this is scene for scene sometimes doing the same thing with the dude bros. The most evident example of that, besides the fact that everyone keeps losing their shirt, is in one scene, Derek, the nicest dude bro in Delta Bi, is walking outside to the shed. And as he walks through a door, his, I think it's a sweater. It's a sweater. Gets caught on the door and tears. So then it's just a like uh, crop top. A crop top in the most, like, egregiously oops, oops, I'm a klutzy girl kind of way. It's so funny. And yeah, that's that's a major thing throughout this movie. And it, I think more than anything really ties together this whole theme of, oh, this is totally a spoof of, like, Slumber Party Massacre or something like that. There's also a surprising amount of dude ass. And is there? Vague There dog. is one. There's two. Oh, is there two? Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. When Sizzler. Is getting the paddle. Gets pad- Sizzler gets spanked a lot. 
Like, and I was surprised at how long that lasted. <laughs> Only one I was sequence. There, it's it's probably like a two minute long spanking scene. No, not that long. Maybe thirty seconds. No, it's longer than I expected, and I was surprised. But yeah, they're just over sexualized. It, it's very funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. With that being said, though, I don't I don't know what else to talk about here. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't either, because I basically we've covered everything I want to talk about. The only thing left that I want to talk about is the gore and like blood and yeah, guts and stuff. I think that's a good one. It's it looks good. It's not bad, but it also looks cheap. And that is what I was gonna say. Is it is cheap, but so effective because of the style of film I'm watching. Yeah, that it's so fucking fun. Like it and looks ridiculous. Like something you would see in Hatchet. I don't know. Hatchet 3? Three. 3? Three? Yep. Yeah. Very Hatchet 3. Where it's like, you can tell, like, that organ is a fake organ. Yeah. But it still looks really good, especially with all the blood. Mm-hmm. And that's further amplified by, once again, the really shitty filter that's put over this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, It just, it really makes that work. Like, it's, again, the Hatchet kind of thing. I feel like I should be – I feel like I'm a kid in the early 2000s who just flipped on the TV at a random hour in the middle of the night and am watching whatever horror movie is on. I don't know. This sounds more like you found a bootleg VHS in your cousins. It's just – it's so awful but awesome at the same time. Honestly, it, it feels like something that plays at, on Adult Swim at 4 a.m. Yes, on God. Like, did you ever it's watch – It's almost like – too Robot many... chicken-esque. Ooh, I was going to say, did you ever watch Too Many Cooks? I did not watch Too Many Cooks. Feels like that in a little bit. Just so all over the place. Since we brought up gore, though, the other thing to mention here is a lot of the um, special effects look very similar to the gore in that they are kind of shitty. Yeah. But they work with the film. There's a couple shots of some really see- like shitty green screen stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point, uh, Buttaker... And um, Officer Sminkle. Sminkle are flying through the sky. For no reason. For really. no reason. Well, they were in a car crash. They're flying through the sky, and it's very obvious, like, cheap photo stock background. Yeah. And that's funny. And then we see two ragdolls fall into a pond. And I've seen the behind the scenes for those ragdolls. They are just, like, wooden mannequins made out of, like, oh pieces of God. timber and rope that they tied together at, like... The, um, at the joints. At the joints, and then put in clothes, and then threw them in a puddle. That's awesome. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like other shitty effect stuff. Um, at one point in the movie, there is a what animation thing that pops up oh on the screen. Oh my god! Multiple times, <laughs> out of nowhere, and it's just like, ah, all it's right. It's not out of nowhere. It's related. Well, it's related to the movie, but it's like. Why is this animated? Yeah, I think we get 30 minutes in and the first one happens. Yeah. And you were like, wait, what did you say? I don't even remember. <laughs> something stupid. Hey, I probably said, said something around the, you hear in the outtakes, I go, what is going on constantly? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, the thing I'm trying to say is for how, what the fuck this movie is and just how nonsensical the premise and the plot is. It really is tied together with a lot of passion. Like, you can tell the crew worked really hard on it and really put their all into stretching that that budget. I mean, this film is very impressive for how much money went into it. Yeah. It it feels like a cheap film, like, purposely. That's that's Like, I, I watched this and I was like, this feels really cheap. But objectively, they did a great job 
with making their budget go far. They, I mean, because there's so much extra little stuff added in a bunch of different places. So much. And there, there's really, really too much to talk about with just, they went the distance. There's a whole diorama mini. Yeah, that shit's cool. Of old parts town. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking old parts town. It's underwater now. It's underwater. But there's a whole like dramatic sequence with like corpses rising out of old parts town after dude after the dude bros like flooded it. It's just this movie's wild. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's fucking insane. Uh, if you don't have anything else to say though, I think we can just do recommendations, man. Cause yeah, I mean no, honestly, I can move on. I we can, we can do recommendations. I don't have anything else to say either. Cause I. I don't really have anything. Just go watch it. It's an experience. Yeah. Just go watch it. If you want to watch it, uh, I said this at the beginning, it's kind of hard to find, but they have a uh, video on demand or video download, whatever you want to call it, on their website for this movie. So Dude Bro Party Massacre 3.com, I think is what it is. But just look up Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 and you can find the website pretty easy. You can like buy a copy of the download there or you can find blu-rays there and i think there's still blu-rays on amazon if you want to buy them that way but yeah I, i'd recommend you pick it up because it's a it's a lot of fun especially if you like beat trauma kind of stuff oh my god uh, but yeah go ahead and do your recommendation if you want a movie that you can watch with friends this is a great movie for like just putting on with a bunch of friends who are into nonsensical bullshit oh yeah like this is a fantastic movie to watch with a bunch of people because there's just so much going on that you're constantly able to talk about something else that's happening in the film and it's just, it's really good for that kind of thing. If you like shitty, like, spoofy B-horror movies, holy shit, if I got a movie for you, it's this one. This movie's fucking ridiculous. It's so fun and insane. And it it gives me everything I want from a shitty B-horror movie while also being not too serious. Because, like, sometimes you watch a shitty B-horror movie and it's too serious and it doesn't really work. This movie is so lighthearted and fun that it works perfectly. I think that's it. I don't have anything else. I just, this movie's great. Okay. For me, I think right off the bat, if you like cheesy kind of B-movies, maybe the so bad is good style of film, uh, this is right up your alley. It's a lot of shitty nonsense and just like what the fuck jokes, but it's a lot of fun. In fact, sometimes it reminds me of like Monty Python. Like there's straight up. Absolutely. Holy shit. Subtitle joke. There are multiple subtitles. That comes jokes. up twice. Um, that's so out of nowhere, but I was like, that's so Monty Python. Absolutely it is. Holy shit. I hadn't thought about it. Reminds like me that. of the opening of Holy Grail. Yep. With the llamas. Exactly. So yeah, if that stuff's your thing, check it out for that. Uh, if you're a fan of horror movies, there is a lot of references in here to horror. I think I said this earlier, but they're just hard to catch sometimes. Uh, but there is 100% one of the kills is a reference to one of the most ludicrous kills in the um, Nightmare on Elm Street saga, there's a... There's almost a Friday the 13th reference. Friday the 13th reference. There's obviously a Leatherface one with Motherface. Yeah. We've talked about the Massacre franchise, mm-hmm. how that's basically what this film's a parody of. Just a ton of little things spread throughout. But since they're so coded in bullshit, they're hard to catch sometimes. Yeah. Aside from that, I think my last really big recommendation is if you're a fan of, like, the five-second films guys and haven't seen this, even though this is, like, their feature-length film, I highly recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. And if you're already a fan of them, probably a bigger deal for you. Hell, if you're on YouTube, you might want to check this out because 
there's people you know from there. A bunch of the guys from the old um, Cracked videos are on here. Uh, with that being said, though, that's all I got for recommendations. Bob, rate it. Okay, objectively, this movie is absolute ass, but it's really fun. Oh, yeah, it's so much fun. It's so much fun, and they did such a good job making an absolutely ludicrous film so palatable and funny and enjoyable. It's in art form making this much nonsense That's enjoyable. That's what I was about to say. Is like it's There's so much bullshit, but they do such a good job of containing it and bringing it back around for continual jokes and like making it all sort of make sense and feel not real but within universe almost like it it's contained within itself but it's also so expansive and ridiculous that it's stupid yeah it's it's hard to make a bunch of completely unrelated scenes work together in a way that makes sense yeah and it's so funny and absurd i love it I won't give it a five because it's not like a cinematic masterpiece. It's even not. I like it a lot. Sadly. Sadly. And I don't think you could make a film like this and make it a five. Like, I think that's actually impossible. Yeah, I do have to agree. Because this probably gets as close as you can. This is so close because it, every single joke makes sense once you have context and everything comes back around. There's a lot of jokes watching this a second or third time that also hit different. Really? Like, for instance, uh, when Buttaker gets resuscitated. Yeah. Oh, my God. There it is, Bob. That's fucking ridiculous. See, look, it just gets better. Four. Four? Four. Yeah. I, I, I got to – it's so good. Like, if you're a fan of this style of film, I cannot recommend it more. For me, I think I'm in the same boat as Bob where it's like I can't give this a five. I think this is really, really fun, and I think it's a really great movie, but it's too nonsensical, I think, to get rated that high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have a comedic movie, I think, rate that high, but there's almost too much nonsense. Not that that takes away from this film, but it keeps it from being, like, perfect in a way, mm-hmm. even if it's as perfect as I think this style of film can be. Um, with that being said, I think this film does such a great job. Like, it is basically art to do so much bullshit and make it work like this, especially on purpose. Mm-hmm. Doing it by accident, that can happen. On purpose, though, that's... It's difficult. That's a whole different ballpark. Additionally, um, like I was just telling Bob, there's stuff in here that hits on, like, rewatch that you could notice having seen the film a couple times and be like, oh, my God, I just saw that. How did I not notice that before? And so I think I'm going to do something I don't normally do and rate it higher than Bob with a 4.5. Damn. That's uh, crazy. I think I think this film really does take the the thing it was going for and take it as high as it possibly could. No, yeah. I think you're right. And so I don't think I can rate it a 4 because I don't think it can do better at all. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I. On that note, though, I guess we're going to go to the outtakes. I'm not sure what we'll have. I don't know what's going to be there at this point. We lost them again. Yeah. And um, more importantly, I swear there was 40 outtakes that were just Bob cracking up or just going, what is happening? Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure how many things are going to be good. Yeah, I'll find something. I'll figure it out. With that being said, we'll be back in a minute. Yeah, we'll see you guys in a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. 
I like this film. I think it's a really, really good time. So without further ado, let's get in to the outtakes. This first clip is our reaction to a surprise ad in the middle of the film. <laughs> is it an ad? Yeah, because pizza goblins. What the fuck? This next clip is me being confused by how ridiculous and stupid this movie is. Hold on. No girls allowed. <laughs> is it Was he wearing was he wearing what she was wearing? No, that was Samantha. <laughs> that was not Samantha. Samantha showed up. That was not Samantha. What is happening? Do you know who that is? This next clip is our reaction to the ruins of Old Parchtown. What is happening now? What is going on in this movie? <laughs> Every time I don't I don't understand. <laughs> oh, it's Parchtown. It's the ruins of Old Parchtown. I thought we were over this bit. No, what, what do you think the lake is? No, I know. Oh, it's the original Paddy's <laughs> paddle boats. That's cool. Where his family is. Oh, they did this with minis, huh? Yeah. That's pretty fucking rad, honestly. See, it's his family. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They've been released. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. Whatever the hell I put in there. Is probably funny. Hopefully. Maybe cricket noises. No, there's no way. There was too many. I ha I'm gonna have to go through and find some. There's definitely some fucking hilarious shit in there. Do we have any announcements, Ben? Nope. So uh, check us out on Fridays when we do our normal episodes. You know, check us out wherever you get your podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other places on the internet. That includes YouTube, which is kind of nice because you can show us some support there. You can do that with subscriptions, likes, stuff like that. It's also kind of nice because there's two handy tools on it. There's the bell button, which you can flick to get notifications whenever we post something a little random that isn't our Friday content, like this here birthday episode. Or there's also a search bar button on our YouTube channel. So if there's a movie you want to know if we've reviewed at any point or just know what episode that is, so maybe you can go over to Spotify and listen to it there, you can search that up and it'll pop up because we put the, the name of the movies in our episode titles. Uh, aside from that, YouTube's one of the two major places you can communicate with us at. You can do that in the comments section of a specific video, or you can go over to Twitter, at BewareTheBoard, and go talk to uh, Burger Bro. Don't fucking call me Burger Bro. I swear to God, I'll lose my shit. It's not funny, Ben. See if we can arrange a uh, party. No. Maybe a massacre. Like Ben said, check us out on Twitter, at BewareTheBoard. It's where I post updates about the show, information about the show. Basically, if there's anything you want to know about the show, it all goes on our Twitter. On Mondays, I post a spoiler post for that Friday's episode, which is basically a hidden movie cover that you can reveal so you can see what the movie is before we watch it. So that in this episode, you don't get any spoilers, and you, when we're being vague about stuff, you kind of know what we're talking about. Then on Fridays, or whenever the episode goes live, I always post a link to the episode with maybe a meme if something's funny. So if you ever missed an upload or want to know when something went up, there's always a link on our Twitter. Last thing, we do short form content over on Appleware the Board on TikTok and on YouTube Shorts. 
So if you're in short-form content and like the show, check us out there. I think that's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. See you guys next time. <laughs>